Play it, play it, play it, play it. We are gay like a fruit. We are looking like a snack. You are listening to Fruit Snacks. Oh my god. It's been a full year. <laughs> That's insane. Insane. So with that said, well, I guess we should introduce ourselves. You would think I would remember to do that after a whole year of fucking doing this podcast. After a whole year of doing this goddamn podcast. If they don't know us, then (laughs) that's on them. (laughs) Well, I'm Brian. I'm Shane. And you're listening to... Bruce Snacks. Bruce Snacks. (laughs) I still can't do a tongue pop after an entire year. Tongue pop. We're going back to the basics, you guys. We're ditching the format. We're not playing any transition. This is just going to be us and our voices. Just like episode one, but hopefully with better sound quality. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we only had one mic then. Yeah, we only had one mic. But also, like, did our sound quality really improve over the course of the year? No. No. We had so many sound issues this year. Yeah. It's quite frustrating. Um, This is, it feels like, um, like the last day of school whole i was just gonna say like, like we just graduated yeah yeah when like you're not concerned about like the rules and uh-huh. the guidelines yeah and like, it's like i don't give a fuck what yeah. you do jacob <laughs> like do your thing so yeah i i think what we're gonna do for this episode is literally just gab about the podcast and mm-hmm. kind of get some feedback on what we thought about the year what you guys thought about the year things that like stuck out to us throughout the year things that we hated throughout the year <laughs> <laughs> so i guess with that said let's just jump right into it let's do it so just as a general note shane how do you think we did this year as a podcasting a couple duo i think we did really well considering no prior experience i agree involved. i agree i feel like hopefully like if this does go keeps getting better like we're gonna look back and be like oh my god remember when uh-huh. yeah. or like we'll listen back and be like this was so awful then yeah honestly like this podcast has been so fun doing over the course of the past year just because like i feel like a lot has changed within my life Mm -hmm. and this really you know like when the universe gifts you with things that we always talk about yeah i think this was a gift for me to kind of like have a medium of journaling Mm. so that i can really like go back and listen to my thought and like see how it turned out and it's a good marker of like how the year has gone for me right um because i feel like throughout this podcast we had really happy times we had really sad times we were in relationships out of relationships in relationships depressed not depressed depressed not depressed Mm -hmm. and it's cool to kind of look back on a year because i feel like you think about it and it went by so fast but so much has changed when you listen to the podcast yeah well it's also crazy because you just said you feel like you're finally done decorating the house Mm -hmm. and when we first started recording here in the house yeah you had like all your old furniture it looked like shit it didn't look like shit you just like were not moved in the way that you are now yeah now i feel like it's a home yeah and timing wise like you were not coinciding moving into your house with the podcast but it literally happened that way where it was like the evolution of both things for you personally i mean i say you in a good way but like bringing that up kind of makes me emotional because like thinking about where i was when we started this it was like really rough I don't know if you could tell, but like, like as a listener, but it actually was really rough, but mm-hmm. I'm in like such a better place now, which is like emotionally good. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm not yeah. emotionally sad about it. It's mm-hmm. good. We started recording this when I was in a really dark space. Yeah. Like really yeah, dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what's weird is when we actually, when we first started recording this, I was um, sort of in this like numb state where I was just able to really enjoy everything. Mm-hmm. And right after we started recording that the first few episodes mm-hmm. i fell into this like dark abyss i think they could feel it <laughs> yeah no for sure but i mean like the first few i was like no i'm okay like yeah. i'm great this is so fun and then i was like oh fuck it's from our close friends they were like why are you guys' episode so moody and i was <laughs> like bitch yeah. mind your business it's witchy season <laughs> um we talked about the coven so hello hello. we were just you know coming to life (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it really has been like such a progression it really has in a good way though yeah i mean we have so much more to do Mm -hmm. but in a a good good way it's been a lot of fun to podcast with you so thank you for going on this journey with me it's been great yeah um so just reviewing over the past year Let's ask, what was your favorite episode to record? 
Okay, so you're gonna kill me. Uh-uh. I wrote down three. Okay. But, um, I I have three specific episodes that I wrote down because all of them are as visually memorable in my mind uh-huh. as they are, um, like emotionally. Mm-hmm. So I'm a very like visual learner. Mm-hmm. Um. And when I think back to all the episodes we've recorded, minus the first one, because the first one I can obviously like vividly remember, but just because it was the first. Mm-hmm. But after that, um, the three that I can remember, like specifically how we were sitting and where we were at in the world and the days that we were recording them were episodes 11, 14, and 33. Episode 11 was Kona Catastrophe Part 2. Mm-hmm. Um which was very much uh, involved with Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Episode 14 was Everybody Say Love. Mm-hmm. And episode 33 was Code Switching. Mm. Um, and the reasons, my reasoning for using these three episodes as being the most memorable to record um, was that all three of these made me feel most uncomfortable to record. Really? Yeah. They took me really far out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Um Everybody Say Love was the first time that I felt like you and I had disagreed. Okay. And that was kind of shaky ground. I think um, I think we always disagree, but but not in a way that we were on that episode. Yeah. Like, we disagree because I feel like we have a different thought process, but we still respect each other. We're like, oh, that's so Shane, or oh, that's so uh-huh. Brian. But we were both like, no, you're wrong. Yeah. Like, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so everybody say love was was really weird for that reasoning because everybody say love was 14 episodes in so mm. that we were months into recording and we had just started to like really disagree on something. Yeah. Um the Kona catastrophe made me really uncomfortable because we were talking about subject matter that's very dominant within today's like cultural conversation. Yeah. Um but it was hard for me because I was still very much in a place where I was. I felt like I was tiptoeing around saying the right things mm-hmm. instead of just saying how I genuinely felt. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of the first times that I got really, really genuinely emotional um, just talking mm-hmm. on this podcast. And it was like literally just out of my love for like you and my friends of color who experience a very different world than mm-hmm. me. Um and then episode 33 code switching kind of similar to the Kona catastrophe. I felt like it was sort of a touchy subject or could be for some people because we started talking about race within that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time around, I felt like I was able to not tiptoe around what I wanted to say and just be blunt mm-hmm. and feel secure in my reasoning or my beliefs mm-hmm. within that episode. Um, and that was kind of a cool progression just between those two episodes, Mm -hmm. um, to see how different I felt in being public with my opinion. Um, yeah. So those were the three most memorable for me because they took me out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. You know me, I'm always gabbing about shit that I shouldn't (laughs) be like, I'm crossing every line, but that's the beauty of being so, um, Multi- multiculturally minority mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. what you gonna attack me for because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like bitch I'm talking about all the things I am so it's fine but I can see why that would be like a uncomfortable situation for someone who's not yeah I I think those are all actually really good episodes because some of those kind of fall on my list too mm. but I went more general and broad I didn't really pick out specific episodes obviously I think every episode is great yeah <laughs> because <laughs> it's our podcast but i know some of them were like flops and yeah. even recording it i was like this is probably gonna be flop but whatever and it was a flop and i was like but whatever we keep it pushing yeah, yeah. um but the the episodes that stood out to me like some of them i wrote were like episode eight which was oh god when we talked mm. about religion mm-hmm. and then i brought up episode 10 and 11 as well for the kona catastrophe yeah. um just because that was our first and only two part that was our only two part yeah, yeah. Um, but there was like so many more within that. So I'm just going to go general and broad here. But anytime we talked about stuff that was touchy, Mm -hmm. I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, because I feel like that is kind of where this podcast made me feel like I was motivated to talk. Doing, yeah. Yeah. Doing something of importance as well. And, um, I feel like 
those episodes are the ones that like created the most conversation outside of this podcast too. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh God, I still get a lot of religious questions and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And just recently someone reached out and was like, hey, I just found your podcast. I just want to say thank you guys so much for like talking about religion because I come from a gay experience and my family is not comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. So could I get some advice on what I should do to like help with that, you sure. know? And that's exactly why it feels so like empowering to have this because we talk and it's like we just sit here and just like be ourselves but it's like cool Mm -hmm. that someone resonates with who we are as well as like can like one relate to our experience but then also like use it within their own life Mm -hmm. and that feels like really cool because again that was like one of the unconscious I know I would say it's a conscious decision to like why we just did exactly. this in the first place. Yeah. Um, like I think more for us, it was just more to have fun. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like it gets silly when we talk about sex and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think those episodes are the ones that stand out the most because I think those are the ones that are the most impactful for myself as well as clearly for you because yeah. we're on the same page. But like as far as listeners too, because yeah, I feel like when we talk about heavy stuff and it's so taboo you almost feel alone mm-hmm. when you in your thought when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. But it's nice to hear that other people have that same um, uneasiness about it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. exactly like how you say like you being white and talking about race makes you feel uncomfortable, which I'm sure tons of people can relate For to. For sure. You know, as yeah. well as me being someone who is multiracial, multiracial and being like, having that dialogue you know even though we're friends and it's not uncomfortable for us it's cool that people get like an insight of like something that is a little more candid Mm -hmm. and well that's cool another thing that's like kind of crazy to me is um i was just talking with a friend about uh racial issues Mm -hmm. and you know i was kind of asking him questions um he is a person of color and I was just asking him questions because we have a really solid relationship and I, I felt comfortable asking certain things. And um, one of the, this was literally just recently. So it was, you know, after this whole year of recording and to hear somebody say, it's really important for you to use your platform now to speak to other people mm. made me kind of step back and be like, whoa, I have a platform. <laughs> You know what I mean, though? Like, yeah. that's talking kind of, to all 10 of our listeners. All, <laughs> all, all 10, 10 of, of them. <laughs> um, it is really cool to, like, have a space to talk to other people. Yeah. Um, whether or not we're getting feedback or responses directly, I think that it's, it like you just said, it's helping people in some way. Mm-hmm. Somehow. Mm-hmm. Even if you're mad at me for saying it. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And and I think people resonate with it too because even though they might disagree with something we're saying, mm-hmm. at least I feel like they've felt comfortable enough to be like, hey, I want to talk to you about this. Yeah. You know? And mm-hmm. honestly, like I feel like through this experience, so many people have reached out to me that I didn't think would yeah. care yeah. to listen uh-huh. or like care to like be a part of this journey with us. For sure. You know, there's been people who are like, I didn't even think you liked me. And they're like, I like your podcast. I'm like, well... <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so instead of saying like, what was your favorite episode to record? What was your favorite episode to listen back to? Okay. This is not the title of the episode, but it's relatable to everybody. Patitties. <laughs> Literally like. Wait, what episode was that in? Uh, honestly, okay. I can't even tell you. I think it was episode seven. It was, um, it was the first one girl, five gays, which is episode nine. Oh. Mm-hmm. you're right it was patitties it was episode nine wait i'm about to tell you what that actual episode is called because <laughs> it's not called patitties oh it was just yeah, one, one, one one pod, pod two, two gays. gays yeah um which the second edition of that was a flop <laughs> yeah such a flop um it was like when i tell people who are like haven't listened yet like they're they're like oh you're still on my list of like podcasts to listen to i'm always like start with episode nine and then i tell them to listen to your coming out story oh um, I, th- I feel like that's a really solid balance of sure. the podcast where like you have a really lighthearted, funny episode and then you have like a more in-depth, like, mm-hmm. you know, look at, at uh, more serious topics. Um, but I feel like we had an overwhelming response of like, oh my God, I can't b-, like reactions to that episode just out of it being funny. Mm-hmm. And it was, I remember I can't think of like where we were in the world, but I can remember the hotel room and us just being like slap happy, slap fucking happy, and like just dying of laughter. I need and to go back and listen to that episode. 
And I remembered listening back with it, listening back to it with um, Nathan. Uh-huh. And we were just driving. And because I knew that he knew knows our dynamic, like he... I knew he would feel very in on the joke, right. but I think that a lot of people felt very in yeah. on the jokes. Um, but it just felt like reminiscent of who, we, how we've always been as friends and who we were before we started the podcast yeah. where like, we just used to have conversations like that where we would die of laughter. Yeah. And we would also have very in-depth conversations where we, where we would be like, we should record this. Yeah. Um, and like, like we said at the beginning of that episode, um, watching one girl five gays was literally a pastime for us. Uh Like you would like stockpile them on your TV and we would just sit down and watch them. So it was really, really cool to come full circle and have our own version of that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I, I feel like I'm a little emotionally attached to to that that episode. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I have two episodes, um, okay. one similar to yours, but then one kind of like left of center. Okay. Um, the first episode for me is Calamari Rings, episode <laughs> seven, which is our yep. first gay experiences. Because <laughs> I feel like it was slap happy. But then as you say, like one one pod, one, two gays is like your go-to to say, listen to that episode as a starter. Yeah. Calamari Rings is my starter episode where I'm like, <laughs> listen to this if you want to kind of get an insight of what our... Yeah. Um, podcast is about because we were saying so many dumb so many dumb things in that and i think that like from like the feedback that i got of what people didn't know about gay experience yet Mm. knew gay people do you get what i'm saying right um and this was coming from like my straight friends where Mm -hmm. i was like i think they understood what it was like to be gay through a straight lens in, in a weird way for sure because they were like oh my God, I didn't even think about that. Like, I remember my first kiss and how that felt for me. Uh Or I remember my first time doing this or my first time doing that. And the way we would express how we felt in those moments, someone could relate to. Mm -hmm. And that was like a big moment for me where, you know, people are like, I feel like what people are scared of is what they're unfamiliar with. And obviously I'm saying like, these listeners probably aren't scared of us if they're listening, but because they can relate, I feel like it humanizes the experience it's bridging the gap between exactly the known and the unknown exactly yeah and so for me like listening back to that episode it was just funny because like the other day i just listened through all my like all my podcasts i listened to and i was like what should i listen to and i was like let's see what else like let's see what we were thinking about like a year ago (laughs) and so then when i came across that one i was just listening to it and it was like I was dying laughing in my car. I was like, I'm so lame laughing at my own fucking voice. But then again, I sit there and record Instagram stories and then watch them like six times throughout the day. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I'm like my biggest fan. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, oddly enough, I don't know why this one popped out to me, but episode 40, um, Soulmates. Mm. Um, I think because I don't really speak of love or talk about love or like mm-hmm. being in love that I, I really wanted to be candid and like in depth of like what I thought about love mm. and like soulmates is kind of like what you were saying about the love episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the sense of like a personal journey, I right. guess love that love episode. Um, everybody say love was more about a, the concept of love. Sure. But soulmates felt like a personal journey. And mm-hmm. when I when we recorded that and her, when I listened to it back, it kind of gave me insight on myself. Mm. You know, it's almost like when you see if you found a diary of yourself, like when you were younger uh-huh. and you look and you're like, Oh my God, I couldn't, I can't believe I thought that yeah. I didn't have that feeling, but like I had a similar sense of like, this feels kind of outer body. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, I really felt, um, I don't know. It was like a really good moment for me to listen to my thoughts again. Yeah. And so, yeah, I felt like that was really cool. Hmm. Yeah. Um, all of this is very much like, do you remember in calm when they had, uh, Oh, I forget what building it was. It's like that toaster building uh-huh. on campus where you could go into a room and record yourself doing presentations so that you can... What? I did not know that existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could literally rent out a space and they would have somebody film it for you and that person would give you a copy of it and they would go over it with you and give you notes as the to fuck? like as to like how you could improve on like your speech skills and like your presentation overall and blah, blah, blah. And that's very much what this kind of is. Uh. But it's looking in on your life. It's yeah. not like a school assignment. Yeah. It's, it's looking back on your thoughts and your views. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. To it is have. cool. 
Yeah. I didn't know that that was a thing in college. Mm-hmm. Well, I was a straight A student, so clearly I didn't uh. need it. Um, with that said, I wanted to kind of go back and like do a year in review. Okay. Um, so this goes out to the fans, <laughs> to the snack pack. Um, I looked at the downloaded content and like the listener viewer share or whatever uh-huh. files. And I made a list of like the most listened to episodes. Okay. Um, I picked out the ones that like were the most listened to as well as like the trends of what people seem to be interested in. Uh-huh. Um, first off, the first five episodes are the most listened to episodes by far, like mm. by far, by far. But I think that's so just people because... started hating us. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, I should support as a friend. And they're like, no, fuck this shit. <laughs> I've done five. That's yeah, enough. That's enough. Um, like Kenosha. <laughs> But um, the first five episodes obviously are like the most listened to. Number one being the first episode. Yeah. But I think everyone starts at that episode and then like catches up. But Uh to say that that's the most downloaded episode, um, I feel like the ones that I'm going to say soon are like more poignant because it had a year to get to that many downloads Uh when some of these only had a few weeks. Sure. Or a few months. Do you know what I mean? So the next um, episode that had a high download content was First Gay Experiences. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that obviously was a big one. Um, Everybody Say Love, Uh which I was surprised that was a big one. Are you? I was. Hmm. I was. I think people resonate with it because we are such like opposing views that I think someone could like either take your side, my side or fall somewhere in the middle and be like, this is what I would say, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that was a good episode. Um, Awkward Sex. Episode 27, where we talked yeah. about all our awkward sex. I mean, everybody's <laughs> been in awkward sexual position, like at moments, really yeah, yeah, situations. Uh, which was really cringy. And then a more recent one, um, Toxic Relationships. Oh, interesting. That was a really popular episode, yeah. Um, but it's funny, because when I was looking at the trends, everything was about sex. <laughs> all the sex <laughs> episodes are really high. Um, the Disney episode is really high. Yeah. And then... Um, like relational stuff is really high. Yeah. So we should open up a relationship advice column. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe next season. Yeah. But um, overwhelmingly, when we would say, what do you guys want to talk about? Everyone would always say, give us more fruit flies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> People loved our stupid stories on the plane, but too bad you, you're not flying as much and I'm not flying as much. Well, the, the issue is like it... <sighs> I think sometimes it generally just starts to become complaining uh-huh. about people. Uh-huh. And like, I want like specific things that happen to talk about. Cause sometimes people are outrageous and that's worth talking about. But if it's just people doing dumb shit all day, like we could be here for hours just hours. talking about that. Cause every flight there's a f- fruit fly worthy thing. Yeah. Cause like people are like, Oh, how was work? And I literally will just explain my day and they're like, Oh my God, that happened. Yeah. But it, I don't feel like it's, like, worth taking No, it would start time. to sound repetitive. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I try to save the good fruit flies for, uh-huh. like, oh, my God, this, like, people would find this crazy. Yeah. Um, but people love, 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 love <laughs> fruit flies. Okay. <laughs> um, what were some of the most memorable episodes? And, like, why were they so important to you? Those fall into, like, the looking back, like, on the mm-hmm. other episodes that mm-hmm. I mentioned. Um it was any episode where I felt like either I was taken out of, like I said, my comfort zone or other people were responding to me kind of like you said, um, specifically people who I wouldn't expect to hear from mm-hmm. about the podcast. Like mm-hmm. even recently we ran into Anthony Oh, and right. I was like, Oh my God, like Anthony, I hadn't seen him in actual years, years and years and years. And to know that he's like, no, I literally listen to you guys every week. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that means so much. Or my cousin's husband, who I love, but I wouldn't expect him to sit down and listen mm-hmm. to our podcast. And throughout this entire year, he'll message me randomly and be like, like with the patitties, he's like, I can't believe you guys didn't name that episode patitties. <laughs> and I'm like, we didn't want to give anything away. Like that was like just a fun random that moment. Funny. Um, you know, and then he would also have like more in-depth conversation with me about things. And to hear from people like that who, I guess, looking at the two examples I just gave are, like, straight men. Yeah. I wouldn't expect to relate as much to us as they did. Yeah. But um, any episode that, that enticed that sort of conversation or interaction with other people yeah. were the most memorable yeah. for me. Um, because it shows you that your voice is resonating louder than 
sometimes we realize, yeah. you know, cause we lock ourselves in a room and we record and then we release them a week at a time. And, and then like when you hear from people and you're like, I don't even remember saying mm-hmm. that cause it, it was so long ago. Yeah. Um, but to know that they are listening, right. you know, is really, really right. confidence boosting. It's like to comment on that. It is really cool to get like that straight audience because you, we talk about so many things that like would not resonate with that. But uh-huh. I think because we're so candid and stupid mm-hmm. and authentic, I think anyone can relate to that. Yeah. And I think we say stuff that's like, oh my God, I can't believe they said that. But it's like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I have a, a few episodes that like stick out for different reasons. Um, okay. I have three here. I listed three. Okay. Um, the first one being episode 20, because that's when we first started doing transitions. Oh, yeah. And I was really proud of the transitions because I worked really hard you on it. should be. And it was like a group effort because mm-hmm. I had Albert helping me with the music uh-huh. and splicing it all. And then I had Mia and Grace lending their voices to me. Mm-hmm. And it felt like a group effort. And just like this um, podcast with the two of us and like the listeners, I feel like it's kind of been a love child mm-hmm. where a community is raising it, yeah. right? Like, I don't feel like it's my journey and I'm like, no, this is how I want it. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously we both have a vision and sometimes we even are like, no, yeah. I don't want that. Yeah, do that. Yeah. But I feel like we, the the goal in mind is to make it the best. And I feel like that was one of those moments where I was like, oh, the village is coming together to mm-hmm. get the water, you know, like yeah, to like make that. everyone survive. And so um, that was a big moment because I was like, now I feel like it's official because mm-hmm. I feel like before the episodes, I mean, granted, our sound quality sometimes is shit. So it, <laughs> we're still on amateur hour on occasion. <laughs> but I feel like um, with the transitions, people are like, oh, shit, mm-hmm. like your your thing is a real thing. <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, it was real before. But yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's the first one that sticks out. Um Then the second one that sticks out to me is episode 18, which is my coming out story. Mm. Um, I didn't realize how, like, difficult that would be for me to record. Mm -hmm. Um, Going through it, I thought it was going to be an easy episode. And then once I got into the thick of it, I was like, oh, shit. Mm. And it was weird because as I was talking and recording that episode, I saw myself in the reflection of a window. And at a certain point, I forgot anything was existed, and mm. I forgot I was recording, and I literally was having this conversation with the person in the window. Mm. I know that's so weird, but then it was weird to like hear myself talk about it because I don't really talk about it anymore, yeah. and I wanted to, I wanted it to be really raw, and so I was like, okay, Brian, before you record, like, and I had this talk with myself, like, you really have to get dig deep and like, yeah. express what's going on and try not to like hide anything or like make anything seem a little less for the sake of like what like making my parents sound better or you know what I mean like I don't know feeling weak or whatever and it felt very therapeutic to like watch me shed that even though it has been shed over the years but to Mm -hmm. kind of like go back and listen to that and it it helped me realize how far i've come as far as how i see the situation how much my compassion has grown for the people in my life and how my support system has really been there after a traumatic experience because you forget that people are at least for me i forget people are there for me all the time just because when your family is like disrupt you feel alone you Mm -hmm. know and a lot of times i do just by my natural habits of like going back to what I, when I'm sad, I go back to it and revert to the same problems. Mm -hmm. But then like, as I'm expressing it, realizing who's brought me out of that time over the years, it was nice to like hear that again. For sure. Um, Yeah. And I feel like that's a big episode that a ton, a ton, a ton of people reach out to me Mm -hmm. and like people even on the plane, um, like flight attendants are like, oh my God, someone told me, like I haven't met them, you know? And they're yeah. like, oh, someone told me you had a podcast. Like, I didn't know you were a weaver, like whatever. And they'll be like, I listened to your episode. Like, I mm. know you don't know me, but like, I just want to say like, that was so brave, blah, blah. And I don't see it that way. Yeah. And it's nice to hear that. Like, honestly, it does nothing for me. Because I feel like, <laughs> it's almost like um, when you break up with someone <laughs> and they're like, hey, how's it going? There's just no feelings there. Yeah. And it feels very that. But it's still nice that people resonate with it because mm-hmm. I feel like it was like, a big growing experience for me. So for me to share that and someone else get a, some sort of growing experience from it. Right. It's like really cool. And then the last episode, wait this, a quick thought on that. Yeah. I, what I loved about that episode was finally your coming out story. I never felt like was mine to share. Uh huh. And so in trying to help like friends understand you better, it was hard because I never wanted to like, tell my story tell your story yeah. um and it was cool being able to like 
put your story in a concrete form mm. that's like accessible to anybody where right. I could be like, listen to this. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like it was cool as a friend to know that that is solidified somewhere in the world as like something that's tangible for anybody to right. hear. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That is cool. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Um, and then the last episode is kind of like a left turn, but um, episode 22 oral stimulation (laughs) this is the episode where we um taught the viewers how to eat pussy and suck dick (laughs) you mostly taught a lot of that yeah people said that too they're like shane barely said anything i was like well because for half of the episode he didn't want to even talk about it because he doesn't go down on a coochie yeah but um so many people were like thank you so much (laughs) like honestly and even after after the fact people are like your oral stimulation video helped or they're like you were right on or yeah you know exactly what you're doing which is funny because you know me and us like we're like yeah we're right we're right we're right but we're like we don't know if we're right uh-huh. like we could be like thinking we're slaying the game in the bedroom <laughs> and people are like what the fuck is that <laughs> but i mean from the crowd response we're right so if you want to learn how to suck dick or eat pussy come over oh oh wait what <laughs> <laughs> come over yeah, and yeah. listen to episode 22 is what Shane meant. Is what I was going to say. Yeah, you just, right. I just didn't let you finish. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> I love when we finish each, each other's, other's sandwiches. sandwiches. Oh, what? Right. Sentences. sentences. Got it. Okay. <laughs> um, what was the most challenging part about doing the podcast over the past year? The distance. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Because it just felt like such an effort. It was, it, well, it was such an effort. And yeah. I, I hate to say this, but sometimes, like, being caught up with, like, having to go back and forth from New York and L.A., like, we just got lazy mm. in some episodes. And it was hard because we started, like, just making it a layover thing rather than, like, a um a focus thing. You know, right. it was just like, oh, let's just squeeze it in while I'm in the city rather than be like, I'm flying out to the city to do this. Mm-hmm. Let's squeeze in everything else, you yeah. know, um, which hopefully in the next year will change. But mm-hmm. I agree. The most challenging part was, like, the distance, but then also a really challenging part that I felt was like trying to come up with content that felt fresh and new every yeah. week because like we kept, not that we kept coming up, but like, I, I felt like we kept, um, circling around the same topics or at least it mm-hmm. felt that way. And so that was, that's what was hard where it was like, okay, what's new? And, you know, I would ask my friends like, what should we talk about? And a lot of friends I would ask that don't listen so that yeah. they don't give me, you know, they're not like, oh, I know kind of what you're going for. Like, right. I don't want them to tailor their answer. But they would say stuff like, well, why don't you talk about this? Like, I was like, episode four. Uh-huh. That's episode 19. Oh, that's mm-hmm. episode 20. That's episode 32. And they're like, damn, you really have covered everything. I was like, I know I'm trying. And we've had yeah. a lot of bad suggestions mm. <laughs> over the year. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, I feel like that was one of the big challenges, too, is, like, trying to do a weekly thing. Because I know we talked about it originally, like, maybe we'll just do bi-weekly. But I'm like, no, I think it should be weekly. Mm -hmm. Like, I think we should challenge ourselves. Yeah, well, you challenged us. Yeah, we did. Um, I will say this was a passing thought that I wanted to bring up when you talked about your coming out episode. Mm -hmm. Because we each did, like, one standalone episode. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the... But I'm tying it in now because it was a challenge. Sitting alone... Mm. And doing a full episode was really fucking difficult. So hard. It was really, really so, like draining. So hard. I was so tired. It's so and draining. I, like, I told you that this happened. Um, I recorded that episode two times. <laughs> the first time I recorded it, my mic wasn't on. <laughs> I and, believe it. You love to give us ba- bad sound quality. And I got, <laughs> I got so like invested and tied into that episode, and then. I was like done and I went to go stop. And then it started recording. No, sorry. My mic was on. I hadn't started recording. So I went to go stop recording on my computer and I was like, oh my fucking God. (laughs) And then I had to redo all of it. And at that point I was just like, I'm I'm done. Like I had to close my computer and be like, I can't, I can't even like think about it right now. Um, But like that fuck up aside, it was genuinely really difficult to like sit down and be like, it's hard to not have someone to like bounce off of, mm-hmm. you know, like I sat at my desk and I like moved, I literally resituated furniture in my room. So that I was like looking out a window. Um, cause my desk, I would just be facing a wall and I was like, let me give myself, I couldn't see myself in the mirror, like, or in the window the way that you did, but like just to look at something, um, yeah, it was difficult. Mm-hmm. That's really hard. It is really hard. Yeah. So that was another challenge was like, 
Well, actually, it was just a one-time challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess that would be another challenge was like, even in having you, it was a challenge to get other people on. Yeah. Um, That's a very good point. A, because a lot of people aren't comfortable, Mm -hmm. which, fair enough. Um, But B, it's hard to get somebody on when both you and I are in the same place. I agree. Like, to match three people's schedules together is really difficult. Um, But that's something that I'm hoping we can work on for this upcoming year. I agree. Yeah. Um, I think that was one of the biggest challenges and why we always did separate episodes. Because Mm -hmm. someone that I felt like was worthy of recording here, Shane wouldn't be able to make it in time. So I was Mm -hmm. like, I'll just do the episode. Mm -hmm. And then vice versa on your end in New York. So I was like, ugh. And, like, there's been a long list of people we wanted to record together. but. Just organizing all of that, it's like very it's difficult. It's a whole thing. But it's a whole production. I I think year in the year to come we will be yeah. way more proactive on that. Mm-hmm. Now that we kind of have some more footing yeah. under our belt. Yeah. Um Okay, so what are you what are some of the things you would like to change when jumping into this next year? Um the format of which we're releasing content. So not the format of the episodes, uh-huh. but I really want to do videos i don't think we would be as interesting to look at (laughs) not so much no no i don't mean like no the only videos that i would want to put out would involve other people oh yeah but like what do you mean like us recording ourselves interviewing other people yeah you think people would want to watch that yeah they can't be hour-long episodes but i think it would be fun to have some sort of visual stimulation within this this like content I, I support it if it's more clear cut than that. But yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that next year I want us to have a third person almost every episode. Mm. I think that what we're doing is great. The first season, cool. People know us. But at mm-hmm. a certain point, we're saying the same shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think with the third person, we can always cater the content to like circle around what they're into and how they're doing. Yeah. Cause I feel like that extra energy will like bounce off very well in the episode to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else do I want to change? I want you to be here in LA <laughs> so I don't have to fucking go to New York because <laughs> I fucking hate New York. But I mean, I guess I'm a privileged bitch who likes to complain cause I get to travel to New York, but yay for me. <laughs> Um, what are some other things that I'd like to see change? Um, I don't know. I think I want to, I really want to try to do better sound quality. Mm. Like, um, with like pitch and noise, I feel like a lot of times we struggled with like it going too loud where it like strains or like vocal fries. For sure. The, the recording, um, I want to get better mics or more mics so that that sound quality is better. More. Yeah. And then I think just like background noise, I feel like we do it. It like because it's hard of, because of we're our not traveling. It, and, our tra- exactly. Yeah. Like we just have to make do with what we have. And yeah. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But yeah. that's what happens when you're resourceful. You just make it work. <laughs> and I'm like, at a certain point, like I have to just be like, well, if they can hear our voices and understand what we're saying, post it. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it. And if it's bad, just be like, hey, sorry guys, this <laughs> one's a little rough. Yeah. Stick with us. Thank you. I think it, we joke about this, and I don't mean immediately in the new you know, season, but I really would love to have somebody who believes in us that like sponsors us. What do you mean? Like any sort of like company or mm. brand that would be like, I love what you guys are doing. I would love to like give you money for a third mic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where like we could promote that brand mm-hmm. or somebody that we believe in. Um, I think that'd be really cool. Because I, like, when I think of podcasts that I listen to, some of them promote companies, and I'm like, ugh, come on. It's the same company. It's just too much. Yeah. (laughs) It's a very, like, generic podcast company, and I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, they're making a living off of this, so fair enough. Do what you have to do. But, like, an actual brand that I think would, like, represent us well would be really cool. Excuse me. I think what I would want to have change is more listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, this the listener number has way surpassed my expectation way surpassed like way 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 surpassed and the feedback we've gotten has way 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 surpassed so it's Mm -hmm. honestly like amazing yeah you know what i wish is better actually let's rewind i have another question okay critique each other 
Okay. Give me a critique on what you think I should work on for the next year. I don't think you need to work on anything. So you're saying I'm perfect? No. Okay, so let me tell you what I think. Just kidding. <laughs> really? That's a lie. Why? You think I, there's nothing I need to work on? Like for this podcast? Yeah. No. At all. Like as a friend, I have a list for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's going to seem like I'm an asshole. <laughs> That's fine. I don't okay. think that you need to. Okay. I'm going to tell you what I would like you to correct. Okay. When you're telling a story, stop giving us details we don't give a fuck about, bitch. No. These stories, I'm like, okay, what are you going on about? And then it goes on and on and on. And I'm thinking what you're going on about is like pertinent to the story. And then the story just ends. And I'm like, wait, the fuck, bitch? <laughs> and I'm too lazy to edit that shit out. So I'm like, here we go. <laughs> That's authentic shame. <laughs> that is me. <laughs> That's very much how I tell stories. I'm like, this motherfucking bitch. And people are like, Brian, sometimes I think you zone out. Like, they're like, sometimes I hear you yawn in the background or you're like, <laughs> uh-huh. And I'm like, no, I'm like most, because you're here with me in yeah. the room. Most times I'm not zoning out, right? I'm no. sure there's been times where I'm like, wait, where, what did he say? Yeah, but I think that's natural, like, human I agree. Behavior. And sometimes part of that response is because I'm, like, doing stuff on the computer yeah. while we're talking, like, timestamping things to make sure mm-hmm. I know what to edit it. And, like, if there's a fact in there we throw out, I'm like, okay, make sure we clear that up yeah. at the end of the episode. But um, I have a second one. Yeah, that's not changing, though. Okay, yeah. that's fine. As long as you know what you're doing. Yeah, that's my, that's my manner of storytelling. Okay. <laughs> and then, two, the podcast, girl, or the podcast, the Instagram... <laughs> I love what you've been doing lately. Yeah. We need to like, that's another thing I want to see change for the new year. Okay. Well then rolling back. Wait, wait, I'm not done. I'm not done. I think part of it is like, yes, I wasn't part of the Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard for us to like have an equal play because Mm -hmm. like, you're like, send me a photo because we're like on opposite ends of the world. And Mm -hmm. so I get that. But I'm like, bitch, I can't do it all. I can't be editing it. Doing the transition. But if you want to be in a photo, you have to take a fucking photo. I don't even I don't even care about the photo. Like, I don't care if I'm in a photo. That's why I don't take photos. Like, if I cared, I would send you a photo. But I want it to just be, like, a cohesive look. And, like, yeah. be more on brand and not so, like... I get that, but, like, every photo can't be of me. I agree. So just take a shit of random things, like a fruit. Just kidding. Don't do that. Yeah. But next next year, this is not a critique on you, but I just think Yeah. Like because no, I, I feel with like that. the podcast is like our, our, our focus and then everything else is like, well, yeah, we should just get it out mm-hmm. and it gets done. But it's, I don't want it to be a back burner thing. I want every single detail that we put out to be like, Oh, okay, that Brand that out. was thoughted. Yeah. Thoughted. <laughs> yeah, we thought it. <laughs> that was thought out, you know? Yeah. In the in the words of like Fenty Beauty, you know? It's like every little detail matters. That's mm-hmm. what I want. And that's not a critique on you, but that's just a critique for us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So then should we wrap this up? Because yeah, I feel like I'm running out of questions. So I'll just throw this last one out. Where would you like to see or hope for, for this podcast in the next year? Mm, I think like just echoing everything that you just said elevating it to surpass Mm -hmm. what we've already done Mm -hmm. like to get more listeners Mm -hmm. or to get more consistency amongst it's like sounds so stupid to say but like the branding Mm -hmm. of it Mm -hmm. you know um i want to get to a point where we can like get excited about making like merchandise for our podcast. Mm-hmm. Like that would be really, really cool mm-hmm. to me. Um, and I think all of it's doable. Mm-hmm. I think it's just figuring out how to, how to do that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because it was all brand new territory. Now mm-hmm. we at least are like more familiar with mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. I remember the first time that I realized people were listening in Australia and mm-hmm. I was like, Whoa, Australia, <laughs> that blew my mind, Asia. Yeah. People, like we have listeners in Asia, Australia. but I felt like the first like big place other than the U.S. that we had seen was Australia, mm-hmm. and I was like Australia, like that was so yeah. crazy to me. We have people listening in Europe, yeah, yeah, and uh, and it's crazy too because when I hear feedback from friends, like obviously friends, like oh that's cool, uh-huh. but it's not, like people that I know who I trust their judgment, mm-hmm. they're like honestly, you're sitting on something really good. Yeah. And what you're putting out is really good content. They're like, mm-hmm. you just need to figure out a way to really harness it. Yeah. And 
them saying that doesn't make me scared. It's like, oh, no doubt. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, for sure, mm-hmm. we got this in the bag. Um, so for the years, for the next year or the years to come, I want to have more of a presence. I think what a big thing for me that I've realized is that I think we we think about the things that we quote unquote need in our life mm-hmm. and not necessarily the things that we quote unquote enjoy, mm-hmm. right? But my journey now is to expand and that's what I love. That's where I find happiness or purpose is by expanding in a general sense. But like yeah. expanding this podcast would make me feel joyful because I enjoy doing it. And if I can make money and like if we can make money and make this a thing, mm-hmm. I, I, I think it would really like make me feel like successful and happy you know and because it's like one of those things that like was my own journey and like our own thing that we created i think it'd be really cool to like see this flourish and you know it'd be really cool Mm. to like listen to this episode back and be like oh my god remember when we were so hopeful like we didn't do it (laughs) (laughs) just kidding all we have is like our microphones like we're sleeping on the street but like as much work as i put towards like things like going back to school not that I'm going back to school, but if yeah. I went back to school or like the amount of time I put into like working or the amount of time I put into like doing things that I don't really enjoy doing, but just do to facilitate mm-hmm. my life. I'm like, why don't I put that same effort into something like this? Right. So I want to see this have more of a presence and like down the line, down the line, I think it would be so fun to host like live episodes, live episodes, but like town hall style. Yeah. Yeah. And have like food, have music, have other friends perform, sing, dance, because mm. we obviously have the resources, yeah. you know? Um, and like really make it a whole thing and just like it's not about the podcast as much as it's just about what our mission is, is to mm-hmm. bring people together. Yeah. And I think that would be so fun. Yeah. I agree. And it's I don't even want it to be like, oh, I want people to praise us and us talk <laughs> on stage about things. Yeah. Nah. Like I would want it oh, to a be little about bit. <laughs> I would want it to be about our tribe. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. And that tribe being the snack pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I concur. I concur. Well, do you want one one last um, in-season for us? Okay. But let's do the in Normally our in-season's for the week. Let's do our in-season for the year. Something that we took notice. The upcoming the year. year or this, this past year? However you want to take it. All right. I'll let you have free reign. Cute. Mm-hmm. You want me to go? Yeah, if you have it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna use this past year. My end season is using my voice, and what I mean by that is not like speaking on this podcast. I mean, I want to be better at engaging in conversations with people at all times in all situations Mm -hmm. not just in the comfort of this podcast when i'm with somebody who i agree with 90 percent of the Mm -hmm. time i want to talk more in the moments that make me feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because those were the moments that stood out to me the most in this podcast which tells me that there would probably be really great change to be had in conversations outside of this podcast Mm -hmm. in moments that made me feel really uncomfortable um using my voice and reminding people that I do love them so much and that I care about relationships and things that are happening around me Um, because I tend to get lost in my own head and my own life. Mm -hmm. And I've been reminded over this past year that there's a lot that is always happening around me. And sometimes people need me more than I need me. Um, And I think ignorantly and a little selfishly, I... I tend to look away to focus more on myself. Um, But I've loved over this past year when I've used my voice and reached out to people or when people have reached out to me, Mm -hmm. you know, like in response to this podcast, like that little communication meant so much to me and it showed love in a way that didn't require the words I love you, but showed me a sense of caring Mm -hmm. and compassion. Um, and I want to return that to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's good. Thanks. I think that's a great end season. Thanks. And I think you accomplished a lot of that. Yeah. So congrats on that. Thank you. I'm so proud of you, Shane. Thank you. Um, end season for me. I don't know even where to begin because I feel like when I look back at this year, it's just been like such a whirlwind of emotions, but in a good way. Um, 
Yeah, it's weird. I'm almost like, for the first time... No, don't even say it. You are not... <laughs> I like because if I were to be like, all right, let's wrap. You'll be like, well, actually, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am speechless in this moment. But I think in season for me is really like harnessing a sense of home through this podcast. Mm -hmm. Like the stuff that I talk about and bring up and want to create is everything that is embodied uh, embodiments of me, mm-hmm. whether it is something silly like sex or something more serious like race or my identity or my authenticity or toxic relationships or good relationships or love. Like this is like an audible version of home for me. Yeah. An audible version of home base an audible version of like a reminder of who I am and honestly like the strength I have within myself Mm -hmm. and in season for me is like being reminded of that Mm. and it's easy to forget it when you're caught up in your day-to-day life yeah and I want to find strength in that going forward to know that I'm on the right track and we're on the right track and Mm -hmm. whether this turns out to be something massive or not I think we were successful in what we decided to do and what we continue to do and who we continue to be. And so I guess to filter this down into a one sentence, but in season for me is knowing that we succeeded. Yeah. Yeah. Proud of you. Proud of us. Thanks. With that said, I think my roommate's trying to come in and it's like 1230 at night. Ooh. And um, we should stop recording so he can come in (laughs) to the house. (laughs) But I guess on a wrap up, thank you guys so much for listening over the course of what a year with us. Mm -hmm. Thank you for being on this journey with us. We really, really know it's crazy. It's so crazy to me. Still, Um, as always, thank you for listening. But please subscribe, rate, follow, listen. Yeah, we don't know for sure when we're going to start season two or the second year of podcasting. so if you want to know when things are going to continue on with us, you might want to follow us on Instagram <laughs> at Fruit Snacks Pod or email us at Fruit Snacks Pod at gmail.com. That's going to get all your up-to-date information on when we're coming back live at you. Yeah. But also, even if we're not posting, we're still present on that. Yeah. So message us if you think of something or want to reach out and just chat. Or you want to be interviewed because you feel like you have something to say. Uh, we would really love that. We have access to meeting any of you anywhere. Literally, literally across anywhere of yeah. the world so please so even if you're not here in the u.s we would love to come travel and visit yeah. you we just need a bed preferably yours <laughs> if you're a male <laughs> if you have a fat ass and a big chest yes with dirty fingernails oh no 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 no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but i guess on that end we will wrap up the year with saying thank you guys so much and thank you've been you listening to fruit snacks, fruit snacks. There it is. <laughs>